Welcome to the Sherlock's Highlights podcast with me, Georgie Corrigical. This week, I'm joined by Harriet Russell, Laura Black, and special guest, makeup artist extraordinaire, Hannah Martin. That's fun. I thought that should be music. <laughs> we are sitting in our office in the open plan. Normally, we do the podcast in a meeting room. Today, we're sitting in the middle of office so that we can all keep a bit of distance between each other. So it is... Thursday the 19th of March and schools are closing tomorrow in the UK and we have all just made it in none of us having to use public transport we've just made it in for a Sherlock's show which we are presuming to be our last Sherlock's show for a while it feels like the UK is about to get into lockdown but anyway thank you all for being here how are you finding working from home? So at Sherlock's, we took the decision basically a week ago that we would work remotely. I was saying on the show earlier that we had a Google Hangout with nearly 28 of us on a corner. It was really uplifting to see everybody's faces. So Everyone nice. Smiling. It was really nice. It was really brief and just to say hello, really. But it was lovely. How are you finally working from home, Harriet? Yeah, fine. I think the first day was interesting. There were, I mean, I was just saying before that we started recording, I think I worked that day from about eight in the morning till about nine or maybe even 9 30 at night just because I felt like some stuff was kind of taking some stuff to iron out yeah procedures processes it's gonna happen and then I think Laura you obviously are my line manager so you checked in on Tuesday morning and I sort of mentioned that the lists or whatever were a bit late and then honestly by Tuesday evening it was like better nailed it we nailed it coming up so we at Sherlock's we send around the content every day and we try and get it around before six quite often it strays to after six and it was like Ram well before so yeah we absolutely nailed it i mean big shout out to the content team they are absolutely smashing it smashing it and all the people that are pitching in to help them as well who wouldn't normally and that's what's lovely is there are people that you know have roles in the business whether it's broadcasting i mean maria is sitting here shout out to maria yeah (laughs) one of our editors i mean she is like working like a trooper we've also got her colleague with having had her appendix removed and so i know the pressure is on you maria you're doing a sterling job (laughs) but it's just amazing how in times of need everyone pitches in and we've got yeah people whose roles are quieter naturally doing other stuff and it seems to be working it's great i think one thing i've thought is that you so take for granted just being able to turn around and just yeah ask somebody a question the time it takes to write many emails and the emails or the chats or i or somebody asks me something on chat and by the time I've got to it, it's sort of another 30 have come in and I've missed it. And then yeah, I'm being chased for that. So There's so many things to go back on. Exactly. So that is definitely something I'm missing. But yeah. I'd say overall, the we're speed, doing all right. The yeah. speed, it, it makes you realise that working remotely is brilliant, but it's not the answer. There's something to be said for walking out and going, oh, we've got to do that. And can we do that? And can we whatever? And someone else being able to pitch in and not having to have, I'll have a call with them and a call with them and a something. And a... But I wonder if it will teach us all now that we can do that like we have no other option now so going forward maybe people will take it a bit more seriously my friend who works in property so she does property search so she helps people moving out of london find houses outside of london and she said i basically my career is over for the next six months she said but i do hope on the other side that everyone's going to realize they don't need to be in london that they can all work remotely and she also said the company that she works for is huge in china and she said, they're all back to work now. That gave me real comfort last mm-hmm. night when I was feeling mm-hmm. quite low. 
that the company that China is is getting out. They reopened what 42, 45,000 Apple stores yesterday, and they are coming out of it. This is not going to last forever. But what about you, Hannah? My heart really goes out to people on their own, to people that own businesses, and also to people who are freelancers or in the gig economy. Like that's freaking hard, you know. Whether you're a personal trainer or a makeup artist or an Uber driver or whatever mm. it is, like suddenly people don't need you. You've still got mortgages yeah. to pay. I mean, bring on the quantitative easing. That's what I say. But <laughs> how are you finding it in your career? Yeah, it's certainly an interesting, unforeseen moment in time, isn't it? I suppose we're lucky in a way that we've got the means like social media to keep in touch and still be present. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. great. Unfortunately, that, you know, I can create the all the content in the world, but that's not going to help pay the bills. my family. Yeah. Right. People keep saying to me, oh, I mean, you're a digital business. That's great, isn't it? You can work from home. I'm like, it is. But if no one spends any money with you because they freeze their budgets, you've still got 30 plus staff to pay. Like, yeah. Like, if, yeah. The digital is great, but you've still got to be a business, haven't you? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it's not like our outgoings are going to get any less, you know, because there's still food to buy and yeah. mortgage to pay. And, you know, what do we do about Jane, who helps with Bo, my littlest? Yeah. You know, I just hope and pray that she can still help. We do a nanny share. So there's another family yeah. involved. Yeah. But yeah, it's a really, it's really a really tough. funky time to it's be really tough. in. It blows my mind that these are, as you said earlier, thank goodness this is temporary. Yeah. It's not going to last forever, but these are long lasting impacts yeah. potentially on small businesses and it could take a while for them to recover. Yeah. Even I mean, when everything does and some of know, them set back recover, up again. Some of them won't recover. Yeah, sadly. Let's just hope the government can do enough. My little brain is like, I say to my husband, He's an accountant. I'm like, why can't we just print more money? Like, See, I've had lessons on quantitative easing. I'm like, just get the whole world to print the same amount of more money and then surely we can just give it out and it'll be all right. He's like, there's a bit more to it than that. And as I said, my, my little brain can't get my head around it, exactly how it works. In terms of working from home, how are you finding it? Are you getting dressed? Are you putting your makeup on? I mean, I've been in my trackies and... I actually looked at myself last night. I was like, you look like fucking shit. Like, <laughs> I've also been unpacking my house. I was like, I need to dye my eyebrows. I need a bit of fake tan. I got a spot or two. My nails are shit. I genuinely, I do need to make a bit more of an effort on a day to day. I think I've been similar. Well, actually, I've been at your house. So. Laura and I have literally been in our gym kit. Yeah. Together for two days. And I did the same Rich. yesterday. It got to about 11 o'clock and I looked in the mirror and I was like, no, if I go in with this attitude, this is wrong. <laughs> I don't know when this is going to end. So I put some mascara on. I think nice to let the skin breathe. Would you yeah. agree? Mm. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yes. But yeah, I put some mascara on. I was like, otherwise, this is what's going to happen to me. I'll be a potato by the end. But I think there's so much to be said, isn't there? You know, if you are getting ready for work and you put on an outfit that you like and you accessorize with jewelry that makes you feel good and you put a bit of makeup on, you are arming yourself, whatever it is you're about to face in that day. And I'm really worried if women stop doing that completely. Because actually, for most of us, that's probably the only minute of self-love we indulge in each day. So self-care is so important. We mustn't allow ourselves to slump. And as fickle as some people might think it is, actually washing your hair, getting dressed into proper clothes and maybe putting on a bit of mascara, a small axe that will make you feel, first of all, more awake because you've started your day, but also just a bit more pulled together, which Mm. I think always helps how I function anyway. Mm. Mm. Totally agree. Harriet, what about you? 
you and your trackies or are you putting I, on a nice top and brushing your hair? <laughs> I like to think that I'm doing 50%. So there are certain things, like Hannah's just said. So when I wake up in the morning, I do my full routine of how I would normally quote get ready so the same order of everything you know washing your face or whatever i'm not putting makeup on because like laura said i have quite troublesome skin so i'm quite into the opportunity to not do all of that but i do get semi-dressed i put jeans and a top on and you know in case we have to do video calls i'd like to think that was somewhat presentable i wondered if everyone got a bit of a shock in our video call <laughs> I actually couldn't really see your face. You couldn't really see me, could you? I looked, my screen was tilting out. You could just see my forehead. I was was like, like, she planned that. (laughs) No, I I, I couldn't quite work it out. I mean, it was quite basic. I could have just tilted my laptop and it would have worked. Anyway, I look like shit. I apologize to the shit I've seen if they're missing it. I I just think it's important to try and establish some sort of new normal. Yeah. So some sort of new routine. It doesn't mean you have to be dressed up to the nines if no one's going to see it or appreciate it. But if you can just sort of you know, maybe get up at the same time every day, try and go to bed at the same time every day and not just sort of lounge around in pyjamas and stuff. I think you've got to start your evening there as well. We were talking about mm. some show. Laura's talking about lighting candles. Uh, Laura and I have a shared love of candle burning money, my husband says, but I love a candle. And I think you've got to stop. I mean, we've, and I say that not as someone who's doing it yet, but like, I need to stop. My husband needs to stop. You know, we're all stressed by this. And we really do need to put our laptops away and have an end to the day. And it's one thing being in an office, going home and carrying on, which he and I both do every day, I'm afraid. We are, you know, it's just the way it is mm-hmm. for us. You know, It's not that we won't go out, but if we're in at home, our laptops are going and we're doing stuff. But I think now more than ever, you've got to have that line of distinction, haven't you? Got to have time to switch off. Watch Netflix, Formula One, Drive to Survive, Series <laughs> 2. Rich has what watched it all. This? Don't ruin it for me because I'm only on episode four. What is, is this, this a must see? What is this? Yeah, what is this? This is this is SLHQ's like favorite so TV show. Oh my goodness! Watch this. I just I haven't heard of it. It's Formula What? Drive to Survive, series two, epic. It's so good. So we are working on making our podcast work remotely, and there'll be lots of TV chat to come. However. We love a bit of TV chat. Not people who come up to me and say, I get all my TV recommendations from the Shillard's podcast. <laughs> so if there's one thing that you had to recommend to watch Harriet Russell, what would it be? I would probably recommend, it's not new and I'm sure... No, it doesn't need to be new. I'm sure lots of people have seen it, but if you haven't watched The Durrells of Corfu, they've just uploaded it to Ooh. Netflix. Heather spoke about this have too. Have you not seen The Durrells? Oh my God, it's so it's just Cotswolds sweet. People. No, so it's Keely Hawes. Do you know... Remember I from love Keely yeah. Hawes. It's Keely Hawes and it's based on a true story. So the Durrells were a real family who in the 30s moved from Bournemouth to Corfu. And they were quite eccentric. And their youngest child, Jerry, who in the series is about 12, went on to become a very famous author. And he wrote My Family and Other Animals, if anyone's heard of that yes, book. Yeah. Gerald Durrell. Gerald Durrell. Anyway, it went on to ITV. It has five seasons, but there's only about six episodes per season, so it's not a massive challenge. It went on to ITV initially in 2016, ran for five seasons, and they've now uploaded all five seasons to Netflix. And it's just adorable. It's Sunday night drama. Oh, no. Sorry, it's not best. put me on that one. <laughs> Sounds a bit midsummer murdery. Oh, it's no, there's nothing murderous about watch. it. Is it more Downton? Yeah, a bit. Honestly, it's so endearing. Josh O'Connor, who was in The Crown, playing Prince Charles. He's in it. Keely Hawes plays the mother. I like Keely Hawes. That's yeah. its redeeming feature. That's one thing I'm going to try and finish as The Crown. 
Oh, yeah, well. Wow. Okay, well, some people might love the idea of that. I love it. It's very heartwarming. It's very family orientated. Great for kids. Sounds a bit like sort of last of the summer wine. Do you remember how awful that was on a Sunday night? And there was oh, nothing I to watch. That. <laughs> Actually, kidding. What am I saying? It's like the last of the summer wine. Yeah, it's, it's the shittiest kind of... TV program. like antiques roadshow i don't now. like i like antiques i don't like antiques roadshow did you like little house in the brewery as well nah, i told you what i morning wasn't it yeah. all these <laughs> I told you what i used to love on a sunday when i was like nine was monica the glen did anyone used to watch of that of the glen. Yes. yes absolute classic i loved I can't it remember much about it wasn't he quite hot he was monica so hot glen. archie yeah, yeah. that was it <laughs> really last of the summer wine god you learn a lot in times of crisis don't you <laughs> uh <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely can't think of anything worse on TV than <laughs> Glass of Summer Wine. I'm not so saying you're going to watch me, it now. Think of the worst programme in your childhood that was on TV. That's my number one is, on, <laughs> is, is Last of Summer Wine. I did rewatch 40 Towers the other day with my in-laws. We were staying over half time. Oh, come on, that's brilliant, though. Oh, it my blows God, my mind, I laughed so hard. Only 12 episodes yes, ever made. Ever. Who is man with beard? <laughs> Manuel. Oh, my God, it's hilarious. Orally men. Are you orally men? Yes, we are orally men. Anyway, Hannah, I can't remember what it's called, but you might like it. It's kind of documentary style, but they follow the All Blacks. Oh, have you seen it? I've heard about this. Oh, brilliant. I need to watch this. Fuck, what's it called? I can't think. All or Nothing? Yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah. But there's also, there's another one as well, isn't there? There are loads of sports. The Lance Armstrong one. The one. Oh, yeah. The the Russian doping. I mean, there are some amazing. Yeah, I love a bit of real life. Yeah, I love it. I'm much better in a documentary than a... Andy Murray, what did people think of that one? Resurfacing? enjoyed it did you i enjoyed it it wasn't the best thing i've ever seen i have to say massive andy murray fan here me my too. dad was such an andy murray fan that he actually appears in the audience no way Brandy, as does my stepmom love andy murray love kim like they what should a, be what our a royals, babe. Be. yeah mm-hmm. kim's great anyway i love andy murray i did not love that documentary i actually found it quite boring i suppose the only thing that i didn't know or i think i'd always thought of him as just a bit grumpy and brattish agreed but then actually it was he like, comes off really actually well. tries really hard he's mm. not oh, like, dedicated. Dedicated. he just i think the kind of brattishness alluded to laziness or mm. I, maybe yeah. I just yeah. subconsciously absorbed what the press were saying about him being lazy or yeah. whatever. But my goodness, that man was dedicated mm. to his oh. training. I mean, I cried in it. I mean, I cry in everything. It doesn't count much, but as in like no doubt about yeah. his passion for the sport, his professionalism, the drive he has is just mm. phenomenal. That's what blows me away. I've watched documentaries with James Cracknell as well. And mm, they, that. they always said that mentally James had this capability to take himself to another level. Mm. And the athletes that do that, it's mental. And when your body's telling you, you're done. But he just has this ability mentally and he would always say to himself, if he was dying and dying in the gym, he'd always say to himself, you can do more. So whenever I'm tired in the gym, I'm actually, I stop, I'm like, nope, James Grattan would carry on. Anyway, I love a sporting right. documentary, but yeah. I didn't love Andy Murray. Well, I'm going to watch that. But I want to watch that All Blacks thing. That's a good tip. Oh, that's great. Have I- you watched the Coldplay documentary, actually? No, but I need to. 
that. If you didn't love him before, you're going to love him. I do love him. He's brilliant. We were talking on the show. Uh, if you haven't watched the show, get onto YouTube, watch our show, type show lights into YouTube, they will come up. But we were talking about how brilliant Chris Martin was doing his Instagram live a couple of days ago. It was, well, it'll be about a week by the time this comes out. He played for half an hour live. He didn't play Fix You, which I was really upset about. But uh, he played Diva La Vida, the Diva, the, I always say it wrong. Diva La Vida. Vida La Diva. What? <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Viva now I'm Diva. questioning myself. Viva La Vida. Viva La Vida. Viva La Vida, which was the theme song to my husband's 40th. And everyone sent in a clip of them, so I shouldn't it. But he, mm. And he played Yellow, which came out 20 years ago mm. and took me back to when I was at university and... I was going to say, I have a fun story about Yellow. His little sister was in the year above me at school. And we went on um, a hockey tour around Canada. And in the minibus, she was like, oh, my brother's in this band. Like, do you want to hear his demo tape? (gasps) It was a cassette tape. And yeah, we listened to Yellow on repeat on tour. That is cool. Not knowing for a second that they'd actually So have you watched the documentary? I have not watched the documentary. Because it's filmed. I don't know why, but they had somebody filming them literally from like really really early on so it's almost like they knew let's face it he's blossomed uh, he, has. he has indeed GP. He's bulked up a bit he has just grown up. Up. he's just aged really he's well bulked up that's it he's a bit grown into a... himself yeah we think of the yellow video and he's like wandering on that wet beach yeah you he's know a bit young but all arms and legs his energy is just the way he bounces around I've, um, I've been I've been to one Coldplay concert I have I have in, too. in Bath probably oh. the smallest venue <laughs> ever Amazing. known to man well you probably would go up close but Amelia Gass would remember we had a great time love him anyway watch the Instagram TV and I need to watch this documentary what's it on yeah it was on Amazon Prime but I can't remember the actual name of the documentary I'm sure if you search Coldplay it will come up I was going to give a shout out to the couple of members in our team whose weddings aren't going ahead which is just too sad for words it feels so silly to mention holidays that have been cancelled, but equally there are lots of people looking forward to really special, special holidays, which they might be having because they've got over some horrendous illness mm. or, you know, I sort of said we don't have a right to be crossed about holidays being cancelled, but some people probably do. But um, I think when, you know, some people might have been working for years to have their one budget for this lifetime. holiday of a lifetime, yeah. right, and then mentally gearing yeah. up for it. And I suppose if you are you know, in a tough place and you've got this light at the end of the tunnel that is your holiday yeah. and then that goes, yeah. that's enough to cause someone to dip and struggle. Mm. You know? It's gutting. Have tough you had holidays cancelled, Hannah? No, thank the Lord. We're horribly disorganised in our family. We might book a week off and then, you know, with that couple Clever. of people like 48 hours before, I'll finally book something. Clever. Clever. It's very stressful. Harriet, what about you? Well, I've got three international holidays booked this year. The first is not until the end of June. Okay. So I'm going to remain optimistic. You're saying there's a chance. Yeah. Where are you going? That Can one's to the Ile de Ray in France. Wow, lovely. The second one I'm more upset about, which is the end of July for my sister. It's her 30th birthday. So we were planning to go to New York and live it up large. So that oh. that might not happen. And then the final one was in November, which was to Milan, which really might not happen. So we'll just have to wait and see, though. Yeah. None of this is completely disastrous because we booked is that all... the chat that one can get things back on travel insurance yeah well i don't like to speak for all travel insurers obviously but my own travel insurance people have been great and they're basically saying the first thing to do is try and contact your hotel and your airline to see if they'll rearrange if they will then that might sort the problem 
if they refuse to rearrange or refuse to refund you then come to us and we'll see what we can do depending when you booked but we booked well in advance so well done good yeah good laura what about you have you cancelled holidays so i was just meant to be going to a very small channel island which i no longer can go to they have shut to anybody because obviously they don't have the care facilities there they've also got a slightly older population Mm. so they just need to protect themselves but we have got flexible tickets so we can change them. So no, I feel in a lucky position that I probably wasn't very organised, but also health as well. So we just have to, you know, just make sure we're all healthy before so we worry agree. about all these things. I so agree. I mean, there are some people who, as we said, have a right to be... A wedding really, is another really story. Mm-hmm. If you're getting married, that's one thing. My, well, I was supposed to go on my first family skiing holiday. The silver lining is I don't need to fight with my children about putting their ski mm. boots on and <laughs> carry their skis for them. So maybe I've just lucked out. I've delayed it by another year. The misery of your children being cold and losing a pole and a glove and a having to walk to a lift and a, something like that. I mean, it sounds crap, doesn't it? Anyway, so no, perhaps I've... I would say, too, if your holiday's been cancelled, having family in that industry, just go easy on them. They don't want to be cancelling your holidays and some people are not being so kind. So, um, it's not their fault. It's not their fault. There are a lot of holiday travel businesses that are not going to survive this. So everyone needs to remember that. I so agree. We were going to talk about stockpiling. You're not allowed to stockpile. We did a bit of stockpiling early on. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to put my hands up. I mean, I'm not talking like clean the shelves but we bought this is a couple of weeks ago now my husband just had a feeling this was going to come to this point so we did buy a bit of loo roll we got a few frozen pizzas you know a full freezer great we haven't bought three extra freezers you know what's everyone's approach been oh again we are a bit too disorganized <laughs> <laughs> so when we were suddenly like Mm, crumbs we may we maybe ought to just go and do a big shop and get some essentials and there were no essentials left so I've got some really questionable jars and tins in the larder that I don't know how to use or if I'll ever (laughs) use them but they were it was slim pickings at my local supermarket but at my local greengrocer I found fresh fruit and veg and even curry leaves that seems to be an abundance even at the supermarkets the fresh stuff seems to be fine fine. all the locals are well stocked and if you're struggling in the big supermarkets go to the locals they seem Mm, to have i guess people are taking their trolleys and filling them in the big ones aren't they if you pop Mm. into i went into my local local sainsbury's and it had everything that's good i also have a londis on my corner and the guys in there are so nice and so chatty and so helpful they're not gouging at all if you go in and say to them look i'm really struggling to get this do you think you'll get some they're going to find it for you because oh, they're desperate to sweet, stay afloat. Love so that. Mm. this is a real time, I think, to support your local. Mm. local and are they a franchise? Londises and, and Budgeons are owned by the same person. Okay. But, you know, that doesn't speak for everyone. If you just have a local corner shop or a local greengrocer, get out and see what they can do because they'll be able to ease some of the pressure for yeah. sure. Laura, you stockpiled? So probably a bit similar to you. A few weeks ago, I did a supermarket shop and I wasn't stockpiling as such, but I have three children to feed and I didn't put in one bag of pasta or I put in two bags of pasta. So I feel like we are yeah, okay. Yeah, didn't buy 12. I absolutely did not buy 12. Yeah. And actually I went to the supermarket a few days ago and it was like an out-of-body experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, all the shelves were empty. People were walking around with masks on, with gloves on. 
it really kind of opened my eyes to the situation because I said on the show earlier, but it really made me think for the staff in there that are surrounded by that. And these people are coming in looking terrified, but those staff, that is there every day and they're yeah. still going in there to open the shops for us. So yeah, it's a weird old world out there. Mm. It is. And we might have to homeschool our children. I mean, fucking hell. I don't know how many words for that. I mean, the memes going around the internet of the, the mother getting out the cartons of juice. I know. I'm sure you've seen that. And then she gets out a wine box. Yeah, I want for mummy too. I mean, how early? I always say not to have a drink before seven o'clock. I mean, Ooh, I'm. Seven. Well, here we are. Here six we are now. My house. It's, five, it's five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> That's what I say. Homeschooling. Well, my biggest concern is that my I've got a five year age gap between my kids. So Bear is seven and Bo's two. So they're at completely different stages. And actually, you know, Bo's just a bit demanding of me in particular at the moment. So I actually don't know. I think I'm going to need some kind of at home timetable yeah. for sure. Yeah. I just don't know how I'm going to do it. I'm not a teacher. I don't know how long they do anything for. Like, how long is a maths lesson when you're seven? Too long for me to be able to count. 25 minutes, out. do you Maybe? think? I don't know. I'm I guessing. Just, I've got, I have no idea. My daughter did something this morning and asked her to do a number sentence. <laughs> So, right. What's Google, a number, what are those? What's a number sentence? <laughs> Google, quick. My friend who lives in um, San Francisco went to work on Monday, normal day, came home. As of tomorrow, you will not be going to work and you will be on lockdown as of tomorrow morning. I mean, no. Wow notice and she'd put on instagram a timetable that they'd drawn on and it was brilliant i have to say really good i think that's the only way to get yeah we have a timetable that we've used i mean we're only day three today but so far yeah that's why i think you've got to start with structure otherwise you've got nowhere to go so go and play on your own for half an hour we're coming back yeah look at the clock or the whatever and when you see the three and then come back to me and then it's night time and then it's yeah and then it's Anyway, my school actually broke up anyway yesterday. But I'm actually going to let mine have the Easter holidays as they would have had. Yeah. And they deserve that regardless of what happens on the other side. So we're going to have Easter holidays, which in our house does not require any extra work. And then we will deal with it, I think, when term is supposed to start. It's not looking in this country like they're going to go back to school on time, is it? I mean, if it's September, fucking hell. <laughs> Honestly, help. I'm going to run away. That's, I mean, <laughs> I don't with know you. what else to do. That's not doable. I can cope with an extra two, maybe four, but like, so, no. <laughs> we've got to touch on helping others. I said earlier that the way we've all clubbed together has been amazing. And I do think in times of crisis, human nature's, you know, we're fundamentally good people. Harriet, you wrote a feature that was on the site just about ways that you can help I was going through it. One of them was give blood. I was like, give blood? It's like, well, who needs to give blood for people with coronavirus? And I was like, God, this is not about coronavirus. This is about the fact that people are self-isolating. There's not enough blood to go around mm-hmm. when everyone's fit and well and out and about. So there's all the people that need help anyway. And then you throw this into the mix. Harriet, what else was on the list? Well, to stay in that same vein about, you know, normal charities, normal institutions having to keep up despite coronavirus, you know, one of the big problems that's happened with stockpiling 
is that normal homeless shelters or beauty banks are really, really suffering because they can't get their hands on any of the normal supplies that they would to be able to provide for people who are in a really vulnerable state. So my advice would be if you do look around and you do think you've overdone it, try and take something to a local depot or a local deposit point because it's really not just about you. It's it's about all of these normal charities. Actually, my Sainsbury's, I was in Sainsbury's the other day, they had a great big collection point in the supermarket mm-hmm. where you could buy an extra tin of something yeah. and if everyone bought one I mean mm-hmm. I know people are budgeting and thinking of their own finances but if you bought one extra tin of soup pea and ham not mm-hmm. to be overlooked Laura and I did a bit of <laughs> tin soup tasting on Tuesday with Richard behind the scenes we found some gems eye opening lobster yeah. beast Baxter's Ooh. lobster beast absolutely delicious A6P mm. excellent yep. stick a Gria crucial in that and I'd be very happy <laughs> anyway Buy one extra thing and stick it in the box and you've done a bit of good. Yeah. What else was on there? Get Picking up prescriptions for... Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, very quickly, actually, on Monday morning, I no one in my building, I live in the middle floor flat of a three-floor building, and no one in my building, thankfully, is elderly, but I did still text them and I, and I said to the whole WhatsApp group, you know, if you are struggling, if you're having to self-isolate, for one and you need anything, do let me know because I'm still well. Everyone I know, touch wood, is still well. So I can go out and get things if you need them and just leave them on the doorstep. And actually, people were really grateful. Thankfully, no one in my building is affected yet, but that's like the easiest thing you can do is just pop um, pop a note through and say, you're there. We have a road WhatsApp group and there's now a rotor of people delivering things and actually yesterday half the road delivering what to various people that can't get out or are elderly yeah there's a real road to go it's really lovely it's kind of like wartime spirit i need to go and knock on my neighbor's doors they're both in there oh yeah people delivering food and yesterday half the road had a power cut in the daytime the rest of us had it in the nighttime and people were offering to boil kettles and take around cups of tea and inviting people around for sandwiches in obviously but it's just good does come out of this yeah, community is of is this really horrible strong. situation too and you know i'm now getting to know people that i didn't know before mm. and mm. it's a real coming together mm. yeah and i have to say i think one of my neighbors has gone a bit over the top on the stockpiling but even she said to me yesterday you know if you do find yourself short of anything if you're going to the supermarket and you can't get it chances are felix and i have it <laughs> so so just let us know and we can share and share alike and that's that's really important too if you Sweet. if you do think you might have gone a bit far it is good but we've got to keep it going because we don't know how long this is going to yeah. last and i feel yeah. like everybody's got the energy for it now yeah but keep going we are. my sister delivered three of her loo rolls to my dad in sirencester yesterday because he was short and there was nothing, nothing. found mm. oh well i've got a fair bit of loo roll if he's struggling <laughs> <laughs> daddy if you hear that yeah, <laughs> on the m4 yeah. just let me know Pop down to one side. let me know <laughs> we've got you here hannah we're very grateful that you're here let's finish on a bit of at home beauty yeah okay what can you do at home in place of going out to the pros or just to make yourself feel good yeah i just think you need to look after yourself and bottom line you've got to look after your skin you know i think for the makeup lovers they can get a bit bored of hearing about skin and skincare but that's where it all starts you know if you wake up in the morning you look in the mirror and you think gosh i look all right then you're winning at this game so first and foremost you've got to drink loads of water and i'm the worst actually when i work at home and i'm Mm. kind of set up at my laptop i might not leave that space for hours on end and i get the end day and i'm like oh i've had some fluids but i don't think three cups of coffee and two cups of tea 
really cuts the mustard. That's the so trouble, isn't it? drink a lot of water. Now's the time to mask. If you've got any sheet masks lying around in your cupboard, like now's the time to yes. treat yourself to the sheet mask. Daytime Make, mask. There we go. Make sure you are exfoliating at least twice a week just to buff off any of those dead or dry skin cells lather your skin in moisturizer and just then reap the benefits of yeah. having glowing healthy pollution vibrant free skin. Mm. there you go haven't they said the pollution levels in china china have you not just... seen the the canals in venice what the... crystal clear really? because there's no cargo oh. or cruise ships going god through. if you Crazy. ever needed proof of what we're doing to this planet mm. thank you all so much i'm so grateful for you coming in can i just say tell me on your wall you've got lovely bit of artwork but i keep looking back at their courage dear heart and i just think what a brilliant message now at this particular time where it's you know it's all a bit odd everything's a bit up in the air but courage dear heart oh my god are you crying again i can't hurt myself at the moment (laughs) it's so true i know we've got children we've got to keep happy and protect and what world we live in. Anyway, thank you so much. Stay well, stay healthy, look after each other. Hopefully we'll be back soon. Who knows when? But that's it for this week. If you enjoyed that, then do please rate, review, subscribe and tell your friends. And hopefully you'll hear from us again soon. Bye-bye.